Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus-year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you got an extra buck or two, you wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also considering helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Stevie Nicks. But never have I been a blue, calm sea. I've always been a storm. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 191. Please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler Pine City, Templeton Rye Whiskey, and the B-Dale Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you on a rainy summer day here from my family's cabin in Turtle Lake, Wisconsin. Week two of summer school is going great. Huge thanks to all the folks who checked out and downloaded my new single, New Word on the Street. I worked hard on that little funky number and glad folks are enjoying it. Last week's Geeks Wrap Up. Friday, played a solo show at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. Great to see previous podcast guest Ash out and about, and nice to talk local music scene with friends and fans Scott and Maureen. Saturday, played a trio show at Eagle Lounge in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin. Decided last minute to play outside, and it was a blast. Didn't have to eat that night due to swallowing so many bugs on stage while singing. But that just comes with the territory. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, June 12th, 2019. I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Friday, June 14th. I'll be playing a solo show at Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Saturday, June 15th. I'll be playing a duo show at Vanelli's by the Lake in Forest Lake, Minnesota from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Saturday, June 16th. I'll be playing a solo show at Paradise Landing in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin from 2 to 5 p.m. is part two of two with popular Minnesota singer, songwriter, slash violinist, Jillian Ray. We discuss opening for Steve Miller Band, Wilco, and more. Enjoy the conversation. All right, welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, everybody. We are here again with Jillian Ray in her beautiful home in Minneapolis, Minnesota. How are you doing today, Jillian? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. So, like, Frank Sinatra had, like, the cool hat. Um, Bob Dylan had the frizzy hair. Um, one thing you have are those Ronser glasses. <laughs> They are just straight up horn rim. I used to have the Ray-Bans, but then I just upgraded to these when they were available at my 
optometrist. I don't know what they are. I think they're made in Spain, but they look, they're horn rim glasses. Yes. And I literally do need them to see. So it's kind of a, it's a win-win that I get a look out of the deal, I guess. Yes. <laughs> I used to collect horn rim glasses and wear them as well all the time. Um, and I was like the old like 60s and 50s version with these old Rotzer ones. Mm, mm-hmm. And so like... Um, I was friends with this optometrist guy, and he'd have old frames hidden in the back of his oh, his, eye, his eye office or whatever. But they were so heavy, I just they'd carve right into my nose and my ears. So I'm guessing they're lighter nowadays. There's not the, those are not the old school ones. No, are they? no. And I love the old school ones. The Ray Bans that I started out with that I wore the same ones for probably like seven or eight years. Um, and I still have them as my spares, but I just ended up doing these because they were a slightly different shape and they're really light. Yeah, that's, that's thing. Cool. So like the newer, yeah, I guess with technology comes comfort, which is nice. Yes. Last night we were watching the movie The Jerk. Have you seen that? Oh my God, of course. <laughs> <The Hopti Brown. laughs> so good. Oh my God. Son of a fucking bastard. Looks good to me, sir, but I like your opinion. Damn these glasses. But it looks good to me, too. Hurry up, son. Time's a-wasting. I'm going to the john. Don't forget to check those tires. Damn these glasses, son. Yes, sir. I damn thee. All right, so um, what was it like? You had a big experience this last year. Um, For me personally, I love this artist. I think this guy's actually from Wisconsin. What was it like playing the Armory opening for Steve Miller? God, can I just say it was fucking magical? <laughs> yeah. It, it was a great experience. I want to play stadiums all the time now, so if that, that means anything. That is the, the <laughs> coolest room I've ever been. I saw Slayer there. Nice. Um, But, like, how did you get a sound check? What was it like playing at that big armory? It was wild. I did get a sound check. So I got like just the regular, I was last in line for sound check because I was first up on the show. Um, and it was awesome because a few of the sound crew I recognized from other gigs. So then it felt a little bit in this huge stadium venue. It's just that little beacon of, okay, I know these guys. Okay. Yeah. This, this is still the thing that I do all the time. It's just times a thousand and I'm super amped up. Right. Um, so yeah, we had the sound check and AARP put on the show and they were amazing. So they were taking us around and like showing us the venue and they had us do like meet and greets and things. So basically it felt really, really comfortable, even though it was like, holy shit, I'm opening for Steve Miller and India Iree. Like it just, in a way it was, it was impeccable and amazing. And it also made no sense at the same time. (laughs) Flying down the country back roads, Copper the Wonder Golden smiling ear to ear in the back seat, cranking tunes, rocking out to the final mixes of my new song, New Word on the Street. Life is good, enjoying the country landscape from behind the wheel of my black Jeep Cherokee I recently got from ID Chrysler, Pine City, Minnesota. When 250,000 miles in my old car was just too much for the poor thing to take, I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the staff couldn't have been more helpful with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, 
Musicians Credit Score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at www.idcdjr.com. Or take the beautiful drive up 35 to 715 Northridge Court, Northwest, Pine City, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Thursday, 8 to 6 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 8 to 5 p.m., closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Pine City today and enjoy a summer full of adventures and memories out on the open road in a new ride. <laughs> How did you get the gig? I actually won a contest really? to get the gig. Yeah, it was at the state fair, but it wasn't a state fair gig. Like I mentioned, AARP put it on. So it's this like battle of the bands. I think it was called AARP Rocks was the name of the thing. So they contacted me and apparently what they did, I think they did it in like a handful of cities in the U.S., is they did some digging in these music scenes. So in Minneapolis, they were like, who are the up-and-coming Indie bands. So they invited me. They invited Graveyard Club. They invited General B and the Wiz. And they invited the String Dingers. So four bands, four different genres. And it was basically like, we want to hire you to do a gig at the state fair. So it was a paid gig like it would be normally. And then we're setting up like voting booths at our AARP stand and whoever gets the most votes gets to play at the Armory and open for Steve Miller Band. Wow. And it just like, holy crap, we got the most votes and we won. So That's crazy. Yeah. Did you get to see Steve or meet Steve or have a beer with Steve? I mean, I wish. it. I think it would have been different if the Armory were completely done. Like there was just a weird situation where like, Half of the green rooms were done because it's it's new construction. They like totally redid the inside um, and the other half weren't. So I know Steve Miller and his band had like the fully um, finished green room area. And then India Irie and her crew were kind of like camped out in this other area. And then really we were kind of just backstage and there was craft services and all those places. But we didn't really have like a great place to go and to be. So we kind of hung out like where we all like ate dinner and whatnot, but I didn't get to sit and be like, Steve Miller, let me pick your brain. <laughs> I should play violin on stage with you or, you know, yeah. a conversation I would have loved to have had. But. Absolutely. <laughs> how long did you get to play for and how did you pick your set list? Uh, it was, it's always hard. We played for 30 minutes, which is, you know, five-ish songs, six-ish songs, depending on how yes. quick your transitions are. Um, so basically I just picked like, what are my most exciting songs to me right now? And what are the ones that will get people moving? Yes. So I did, gosh, let me see. I know I did heartbeat. I know I did my cover of when doves cry. I was going to ask if you did any covers. Yeah. So I kind of like did a reworking of Prince's when doves cry and I released it on the first year, like anniversary of his passing. Yeah, I saw that. The sweat of your body covers me Can you, my darling, can you picture this? Yeah, so that's been one that I do it all the time because it was sort of a signifier of this new sound direction that I've taken on the new record. So if you like that, you'll love the new record. Didn't you do a tribute to Donovan too? I did actually. That's true. And that song I completely reworked and that was for a project. It was a compilation record that was for charity. 
And all these famous artists, we were just all asked to do a Donovan song. So there's like Sharon Vanette and Lissy, <laughs> The Flaming Lips, and me. <laughs> no shit. So super awesome. So basically, I was given like one of the last songs left, which was Super Long's My Supergirl. Oh, yeah. And I just couldn't come up with anything great that didn't just sound like we're trying to cover the song exactly. So I just threw the song out. I just quit listening to it, and I had the lyrics in front of me, and I just kind of rewrote the song. Mm-hmm. So that one is even more extreme. Nice. Which we might have done that night. That's one that I really like to do because the chorus is Supergirl. So, you know. Yeah. I love it. So I'm sure did Doves Cry go over real well with the audience then? It did. They loved When Doves Cry. They loved Heartbeat. They loved, um, there's a track on the new record called Don't Think that I've been performing for a while. And it's really, it gets you grooving, but it's kind of trancey. Um, cool. They loved that song. And it starts with the giant drum solo when I do it live. Nice. So that just kind of got everybody, you know, if they weren't paying attention before, which they were, it was a really great audience. Cool. Um, but everyone was kind of like mesmerized once that started happening. Nice. What Steve Miller song were you most anxious to hear? Honestly, I went into Abracadabra? it. Oh, he opened with that song. Isn't no that kidding. hilarious? I loved it. Like, I mean, I was excited to hear Abracadabra. Of course, Fly Like an Eagle. An eagle. Like, um, go on, take the money and run. I mean, just... I grew up listening to the classics because that's what my dad listened to. And Mm -hmm. I mean, that's probably why I like to play Led Zeppelin on my violin. But every single song that Steve Miller Band did, I forgot. It's like, this is one of my favorite songs, too. It's like you forget how many hits they had. Yeah. So good. So you play Led Zeppelin on your violin. That's pretty cool. What Zeppelin songs do you do? Ooh, I do The Ocean and I sometimes do Black Dog. And I'll, I'll like mess around during soundcheck on cashmere, but I've never like memorized the words to that one. So I've never done it fully, but oh yeah, I have no idea what he's saying on that either. My buddy Blake, who is the bar manager at paradise landing in Boston Lake, Wisconsin, and I were talking Templeton rye whiskey at the cabin this last week. And he made the claim that as a diehard whiskey connoisseur, rye whiskey is his favorite whiskey and it's making a huge comeback among all the whiskey aficionados so if you're looking for a smooth spicy rye whiskey with a clean finish templeton rye whiskey is your brand based on the prohibition era kirkhoff recipe it is said that templeton rye whiskey was al capone's favorite drink named the good stuff and also iowa's most notorious drink make the multiple award-winning such as being named Rye Whiskey of the Year in 2009 Whiskey Bible by Jim Murray, who is one of the most well-known tasters in the industry. Templeton Rye Whiskey, your cocktail of the summer. Follow them on Instagram at Templeton Rye Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Um, so who are your other influences? Like amongst all this vinyl stuff and yeah. like, you know, the like what's some influences I know you said on your famous voice video? Oh my god. <laughs> 
Everybody um, like stop watching rock, it. Classic rock and stuff like that. What's some other mm-hmm. influences that you have as far as songwriting and performing? Sure. I mean, truly, I think I've self um, sub- prescribed myself, I guess, as having musical ADD because I really have an odd. <laughs> eclectic taste. So like Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, like the classics, you know, I love the Rolling Stones. Um, I love David Bowie. Um, I love Dolly Parton. I love Willie Nelson. I love, uh, Linda Ronstadt. I love Blondie, Fleetwood Mac. Stevie Nicks is one of my idols. Freaking love her. I also really, really love drone music. Like Scandinavian fiddle music is one of the first things I ever really started playing when I was a kid. Is there certain bands that do that? It's called drone well, just anything that's droney. Like, to me, the band Low has a lot of songs that are droney. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, and I mean, that pops up. I like a lot of classical music. I love um, Dvorak. I love Shostakovich. I love Tchaikovsky. I love, um, I, I like Bach. I like Vivaldi. Um, Beethoven, obviously, is yes. over there. Uh, the the must every musician must have is a bust yes, of, Beethoven. of Beethoven. I have one at home, and they were all Jillian found at thrift stores, right? Mine is bought in a thrift mm, store. Mine yes, too. yes. Except when you do the next podcast, you said you're going to paint Beethoven's face like Paul Stanley, right? Yeah, that's been my goal. I've had that guy for the last probably ten years, and all I've done so far is spray painted him white, and I just haven't gotten to the kiss makeup yet. But it will happen. It will happen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's uh, hilarious. So um, what are you listening to right now? I love, well, Wilco is my favorite band that's like alive and playing music right now. So anything Wilco or Jeff Tweedy related, I love. Yes, what do you like about them? I think that he is a solid songwriter. Um, I love his voice. And I just, I I think maybe without even really thinking about it too hard, I'm always drawn to when an artist doesn't give a shit about genre. Because for me, like, I can't even pretend to be one thing because I like so many things. Um, and I like that if you listen to Wilco's catalog, you have a little bit of everything, truly. What's your favorite era of Wilco? Oh, it's so hard. I mean, I truly appreciate it all. Obviously, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot is a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. And I mean, a lot of people kind of get started with Wilco on that. But I love Sky Blue Sky. I feel like Summer Teeth is more like, I hate using the term pop rock, but it does have more elements of like poppy, rocky hooks. Yeah, Summer Teeth is my favorite. I love that. I'm a big that. mark for Wilco, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, Heavy Metal Drummer. I mean, right there. I love. I love that song. I do love Whole Love, and that one took me a while. I don't but with like, one. It's a little bit more weird and electronic-y. I used to cover I'm Always in Love mm. off Summer Teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I'm not as into their, once the one dude left uh, in Bennett. the movie. Yeah, mm. I'm not as into him. Oh, see, I'm a big Nels Klein fan. 
Oh, see, he's awesome. Yeah, I've yeah, seen he, him. Yeah, he replaced Jay Ben. But I think, though. like, in the cre- like the records, though, like, I think mm-hmm. I liked how Jay argued with Jeff and, like, really pushed him and all that kind of stuff instead of just doing whatever Jeff says. Mm-hmm. It's just my opinion. Right. And you know? that is 100% valid. And, I mean, that's the thing where I can't ever say, like, I like, you know, Jay Bennett will go versus post Jay Bennett better or worse. I just, I truly, I think like evolution is hopefully happening with all of us. We're all growing and changing and trying new things. And I just, I feel like Sky Blue Sky and Impossible Germany, like those guitar solos are fucking perfect. Like I could cry every time I listen to those. Yeah. You know? Ghost is Born. Yes. That's a good one too. So good. Um, That song Spiders is on there. Really cool. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you a quick Wilco story? Please. So when I was huge into Wilco, I'm not as much anymore, but I went through that whole Wilco Ryan Adams stage, like, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone does, you know. (laughs) I had the messy hair and whatever and did the whole thing. Uh, I went and saw... I First, I went to Austin City Limits and seen Wilco and seen him a million times, whatever. Uh... Jeff Tweedy was playing a solo show at First Ave, mm. and the drummer, Glenn... Glenn Kochi. He was doing the opening for him, just drums, like just by himself doing all this drum stuff. Cool. And so I'd seen them a number of times before, and so I was doing like they call the Nashville Handshake. I was at the show, and I had a couple of my CDs in my pocket. Oh, yeah. And so Glenn <laughs> was outside having a cigarette after his whatever opening or whatever. And I walked up to him and I said, hey, Glenn, man, hey, great to see you again here. I wanted to give you my CD. And he goes, hey, Mark Art, you already give it to me. And I said, what? Because I had. Oh, my God. And he goes, so you he just go- casually know Glenn Kochi? No, no I don't. I, but like I just <laughs> I'd met him before and I handed him the CD. He goes, Mark, I already have this. And I said, okay, he's just full of shit, whatever. And he goes, no, I listen to it when I work on my garden. And he starts singing me the main song. Man, he whistled it right what? to me and knew it. Yeah. That's awesome. So I just waved at him and said, hey, thanks, man. And just walked away. And then after the show, we were walking on the side of the building. I don't know where we were parked or what we were doing. And all of a sudden, the garage on the side of the First Avenue opens up. And this car pulls right out and almost hit us. Here was Jeff Tweedy. Oh, my God. So it was like my favorite day. That is so good. <laughs> almost got killed by Tweedy, and the drummer knew my my song. <sighs> I mean, what more could you ever need in one day? <laughs> I want to tell you all about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B-Dale Club, located on the corner of County Road B, and Dale's motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun, and that is a fact. The food at T-Bird's Cafe and Takeaway, as I call it, is always great. Ran into bartender Natalie at the liquor store the other day while getting cabin libation supplies, and she was nice enough to fill me in on all the ins and outs of the B-Dale I've been missing these last few weeks teaching in Turtle Lake. Rob, Natalie, Shelly, and the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. I've been told that after being talked about on these podcasts, the Waller's Woodhill cocktails are selling like friggin' hotcakes. Don't miss the 7th Annual Barbecue Contest on Saturday, August 3rd. Karaoke, live music, pool table, pool tabs, bingo nights, bocce ball tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. <laughs> if you're a fan, I mean, lot Other than now. Hot, hot wings, maybe? No. <laughs> but anyways, that's, that's my cool awesome. little local story. I love Glenn Kochi, too. I mean, he's. have you ever listened to his stuff? Because he's a composer. Not really. Just seeing that that live drum thing he did. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I don't know much else about him, I guess. I think he's cool. 
I like yeah, Woody. Yeah, pretty cool. They're all cool. <laughs> Everything that each guy in that band does is just freaking great. Well, that was a tangent. I also listen to other things, I promise. Yeah, yeah, sorry to dive. Yeah, what else? A couple other things real quick. I mean, I think if you're a violinist and you don't listen to Andrew Bird, I think that's unfortunate. I mean, he's amazing, and I love him so much. I love Feist. Be the one who break my heart. I'll be the one to I really like, I forget what year it came out now. It's new-ish, that Laura Marling record. Gorgeous. I love Lissy. Um, Sharon Van Etten's amazing. Wow, I could just go on forever. I'm always trying to, I realized not too long ago that usually my answers would be only male artists. And then I'm like, what is going on? Because I'm, I'm super influenced by female artists, obviously being a female artist. Mm -hmm. So now that's kind of what's in the top of my brain. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, so you mentioned earlier that you're from the iron range. Mm -hmm. How did you wind up in this twin cities music scene? I think maybe just it's a natural evolution of being a Minnesotan, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I grew up in the super small town up north. I got out of there immediately, and I went to college, and I got my music degree in St. Cloud. Um, I traveled a bunch. I did a lot of touring with classical music, and then I'd play fiddle and like, little old dude country bands in different towns. <laughs> uh, then I met Eric. I moved to Duluth for a bit, and that's when I started playing in bands, like making my own parts in bands in original music bands. And then after that, the classical career just slowly started becoming more of a hobby, and I just really took to writing my own stuff. Um, and it was kind of a natural progression. I thought that I would move out of state for a while. I thought that I would move out of the country, but there's something about, like, there's this Minnesota thing. Like, you just feel so comfortable and at home here, maybe, when you're from here. I don't know mm -hmm. what it is, but... I do love it, and after living in Duluth for a bit, it just became clear, like, if I'm going to do this for a living, like, Duluth as a community is wonderful, but it just doesn't support making a living from being a musician, unless you want to drive to Minneapolis a bunch, so no. I decided this was a better route, and I still play in Duluth as much as I can. I love it up there, but oh, there's... Oh, yeah, that Teague Alexi guy on? I love Teague. He's a buddy, and his brother, Ian, also. Before we wrap this episode up, sure. can you tell us a little bit about Music Lab? Sure. Um, the Music Lab is a music school that one of my best friends and I started in 2011. Um, so it's been going for quite a while now. Um, it's in South Minneapolis, right near Lake Nokomis. And pretty much it started as two, you know, young gals who were private music teachers and also professional musicians that wanted to branch out from like the teaching in a retail space situation and create a community where people of all ages, of all, you know, styles could not only take private music lessons and learn how to play music, but have performance opportunities and, you know, like co-mingle with one another. So that's that. We have probably 20-ish, if not more, teachers now. And um, I actually stepped away. I don't own the business anymore. So I'm the co-founder, but I had to make that choice about a year ago. Do I focus on the lab or my 
music career because they were both getting busy enough that it was hard to manage the two. Yeah. Um, so I still teach there two days a week. Cool. Um, I have a small studio of private voice, violin, and viola students, and it's it's really rad. We don't hire any teachers there that we don't think are amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about the song Medication. Okay. What's the story behind that song? <laughs> well, I mean, if you listen to the words, it's not too hard to <laughs> pick up. Um, I mean, the first line is anxiety is running amok in here, out there, out here. Wow, I can't remember the lyrics of my own songs. It, the song was written kind of about anxiety that I was going through and then just, you know, our fucked up system here in America with healthcare and whatnot and just um, pharmaceuticals versus self-medication. And hopefully it's uplifting enough to help break some stigmas. Everybody goes through it. Uh, that's it in a nutshell, I suppose. I mean, <laughs> the bridges get me high. So there you have it. Nice. I'll play that at the end of this podcast. Jillian Ray, how do people get a hold of you on Facebook? What's your website? That kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, website's JillianRayMusic.com. So Jillian with a J, Ray with an E. And I believe on all the socials, on Facebook, Instagram, it's Music. If you do at Music on Twitter, Insta, I'm on Instagram a lot. And my Facebook page is called Jillian Ray, but there's a lot of us out there. So I think it's the whole Facebook.com forward slash J Ray music. You'll find me. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for being on the Mark Sterry music podcast. Check out Julian Ray's new record and we'll see you guys again soon. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry music podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler Pine City, Templeton Rye Whiskey, and the B-Dale Club. This is also a listener-supported podcast. If you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time.
sit down and call myself Maybe I need to tune you out